Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Waifus and Weeboos podcast, where tonight, again, we are live on twitch.tv slash Sensei one where we are doing a live spring 2021 review. Yes, the anime of the season is Fruits Basket. That's it. Stream's over. Podcast is over. We can all go home now. No, that's not actually true. Because if you know me by now, you know that I do not like giving... Uh, anime of the seasons or you know anime of the years to uh like double season like uh season two anime because it's just a continuation of what one was it's it's a rare it is a literally a rare um a rare thing for me to do to give out uh an anime of the season to a season two anime so big f's everywhere for fruits basket uh megalobox 2 you know, Zombie Lane Saga Revenge, and uh, Welcome to the Demon School, Irmut 2 as well. But that doesn't take away from the fact that there have been a, a multitude of great anime this year. Multitude of great anime this year. Um, I watched a fair share of them. I actually stopped watching a little bit uh, of them from time to time. And I am going to, I plan on binging at least two of them uh, before the spring season starts or the summer season starts, which I believe starts this week, but uh, I'll be able to finish them uh, easily. Uh, I two don't really, both of them really didn't play a factor into my uh, opinion for anime of the season uh, because I think it was uh, not clear cut, but I just enjoyed uh, this anime specifically. But, uh, we're going to go over, we have some topics, right? We're, we have some topics. We're going to go over, um, we're going to go over, uh, some categories in disappointment, surprise, uh, best waifu anime of the season. We're going to go over, uh, my opinionated best ending of the season and best opening of the season and then anime of the season. And then we're going to go through each of the shows and talk about, um, whether or not, they're worth your time to watch. Because that's what we do on Waifus and Weeboos. We say, hey, does this deserve to be owned on Blu-ray? Does it deserve to be watched? Or should you not watch it at all? So we're going to go down the list somewhere in the middle of this podcast. And then we're going to go from there. Okay? So, first things first. We're going to go over the biggest disappointment of the season, in my opinion. Again, let me remind you that this is just an opinionated, like, I, I completely opinionated. I am not an expert in the, in the anime community. I am not. It's just a simple opinionated um, statement. Uh, I do have a, like, I know what's, I, like, I know what looks good and I know what looks bad. So, uh, it's again, but again, it's just an op completely opinionated uh, matter. So, first and foremost, the biggest disappointment to me of the spring 2021 season was Joran, the snow witch, whatever the hell she was. Joran was the biggest disappointment of uh, spring 2021, in my opinion. Uh, it had, it, it just had so much potential. Snow, so much potential. Um, the, it, it had a, it had a weird, like, uh, like, what's the word? Like Samurai Champloo feel to it. It was produced by a brand new studio, which could have, you know, either swayed it, you know, good or bad. I thought the animation was okay, but I felt like it took a dive later on in the series, right? My biggest issues with this show, right, was 
uh, was Yuki's development or Sawa's development, whatever the hell you want to call it. Sawa's development, right? And, and spoiler alert, and the fact that Asahi just had so many dead, like dead. Oh, I'm alive. Dead. I'm alive. Dead. I'm alive. Okay. Okay. So, like, it got to the point where it's just like, all right, like, I'm just not, it, it, like, oh, she's alive again. Oh, that's not a surprise to me. She's alive again. Whatever. My biggest gripe with the show was the ending. I had big fucking problems with the ending. Big, big, big problems with the ending. So, spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about the ending now. So, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Joran, we're going to be talking about the ending now. All right? Sawa meets the lady on the, on the, on the train, right? The chick. I forget her name. Sorry. I, she, she was so, she was literally so fucking meaningless to the show that, um, it, it, like, she was so irrelevant to me. She meets the girl on the train. She goes, yo, I'm, I'm going to fuck up these government people because that's what I'm paid to do. I'm paid to fuck up these people. So she goes, fucks up these people. She's cool with Sawa, blah, blah, blah. Eventually, she meets Sawa again. She's like, yo, Sawa, I got to take you out. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Okay, no problem. Sawa ch -ch -ch, fucks her up and leaves her alive. Fucking, fucking, uh... Uh, foreshadow the the pregnant lady right the pregnant lady let me see her name real quick elena goes are you sure you should keep her alive and she's like i i i don't want to kill people i'll say he told me not to kill people so i'm not killing people okay okay she's not fucking killing people okay i get it so the government is taken down boom no more government the fucking corrupt piece of shit government is gone right so you as the viewer, right, are just like, all right, cool. She she got her revenge, right? Asahi's alive. She can live a peaceful life now. She's the she's literally the end of this blood clan that is like, you know, is what people were after, is what the government were after was after. But now that the government's gone, she's fucking good, right? Major spoiler alert right here. She's walking down the street and she gets fucking stabbed by that stupid fucking assassin that was out to kill her. She, the stupid fucking assassin literally has no reason to kill her anymore. It, it is not in her job title. Her the, the, It's literally done. The government is over. The government does not need you anymore. There is no government. Who is sending out this call to kill her? Nobody. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It, at that point, it was just a personal vendetta. If you're going to have that, where she dies, have the lady say, uh, this time it's personal. Or you know what I mean? Like before in, when she fights her, she's like, it's nothing personal. Have her fucking say, this time it's personal. Like, I don't want your blood to exist. I would have been okay with that. I would have been fucking okay with that. But the fact that she comes home, goes next to Asahi, dies next to fucking Asahi, is just like, are, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's where we're at? And then, after the credits, after the fucking credits, Asahi now has the blue blood in her. How? 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 
How does she have the fucking blood in her? How does she have the fucking blood in her? I don't know. She just has the blood in her. And she's just babysitting. She's... Oh my god, I'm so fired up right now. She's babysitting fucking Elena's daughter. Right? And I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, was I missing something? Am I missing something? Right? Am I missing something? Because the ending of the show was fucking trash. Was fucking trash. Mind you, this was a disappointment. There were a lot of trash anime this year. Fucking lots this season. Right? This was the biggest disappointment. I had high hopes for this. I did. I thought the art and animation was cool. I thought the characters were cool. I thought the idea was cool. It turned into complete and utter dog shit. Complete and utter dog shit. Alright? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Joran. And why you should not uh you should not watch this show. Don't even give it the fucking time of day. Don't even give it the time of day. Please. Alright? Now we go into Alright, heads up. Crazy thunder outside. So if I get disconnected, I apologize. So luckily we're recording, so. Um. Oh. Yeah, uh, we will get to Osamake and RPG eventually in this uh podcast as well. Don't you worry about it. So, uh, we're gonna go to our biggest, uh, at least for me, the biggest surprise of the season. And actually. There were two big surprises of the season for me. So, number one, listen, the show is not good. All right. It's not good. But, Seven Nights, right? Seven Nights was an okay anime. Like, after all the bullshit fucking video game, like, uh, mobile games I've seen before, Seven Nights Re Revolution was actually okay. I watched that whole series, right? I watched that whole series. It gave me a decent storyline, right? It gave me a decent storyline. It gave me uh, good animation. It gave me good animation. And it gave me some waifus. Shirley, who, if you're watching the stream, you're seeing Shirley right now, turns into a lesbian. But fuck, I'm in with it. Shirley's hot. What can I say? Shirley's fucking hot. Simple as that. You had uh, a couple others. Right? Let me pull them up real quick. Uh, you had Faria. I didn't really like her that much, but she was hot. You had Rachel. Hot. Uh, who else? Oh, man. Give me some more. Give me some more. Give me some more. Uh, and then you had the clock. Uh, Ellen. Ellen was hot. And she was voiced by Kanahana. Kanahana Like, are you kidding me? Voice cast was good. I don't know how they got the cast for the show. I'm surprised they got Kanahana. They probably forked out the dough for her. Probably because the girl Ellen didn't have that many lines. So, uh, they had to, like, like, she didn't have that many lines, so they probably didn't have to pay her as much. So, but granted, I'm not saying go watch Seven Nights. Like, it's, it's, uh, so, so, uh, they want to know about what about how Shirley is a lesbian. So, Shirley's a vampire, which is, like, very frowned upon in that world. And, uh, she sucks her blood from Ellen, who uh, is, like, immortal. So, eventually, her and Ellen get the hots for each other. Though, I wanted Shirley to have the hots for the main character, because I felt like a little bit of a connection there. So, but the, the Yuri vibes were... Oh, they were there. All right. 
But it was clear as day, like, who was going to end up together at the end. We actually have a couple end up together in this show, which is mind-boggling. Also, some crazy fucking deaths. There are some characters that die in the show, and I'm like, damn, man. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Damn, that's a rough way to go. Now, some shit is a little bit far-fetched at times, right? But, uh, uh like, look. For me watching week to week, it was good. I'm not saying go watch it though, all right? But if you look, like, this is the best mobile game anime I've seen so far. Um, and I liked King's Raid a lot. I really did like King's Raid a lot. This and King's Raid are up there. This and King's Raid are up, are up there. Because it gave, me, it gave me good waifus. It literally gave me good waifus. Now, that's seven, that's seven nights. But if we really want to get to my biggest surprise of the season... Right. My biggest surprise of the season was Odd Taxi. Yes, Odd Taxi, as we all may or may not know, uh, is a story about our good man, Otokawa, who is a taxi driver. Uh, and he's in a world full of animals. And Otokawa is a special creature uh, as he is a walrus who drives a taxi around Tokyo. I, I Honestly, after watching the first episode, I thought it looked terrible. I did. I, I was in that boat that Odd Taxi actually looked terrible. But after watching it, episode one, I was like, okay, this ain't that bad. And then as the weeks went on, right? The weeks went on, the progression of these characters, Otakawa became one of my favorite characters of the season. Is he the best male character of the season? Again, I do not drop that info here. I will drop that on my Tumblr, NJ Otaku. Uh, I will post all the socials later on. You know what, you guys know what to do. Um, Otakawa literally top five male character of the season easily the like literally the fucking man uh just like a cool like walrus like fucking like dude like so cool a lot of other shit going on in the story at the same time idols the mafia you know a lot going on seriously a lot going on but this show it was just like a surprise to me. Uh, I, like I expected some sort of B stars feel to it. It did. It did not have a B stars feel to it. it. I mean, in a sense, it did because uh, my theory about the show, which I'm not gonna, which I'm not gonna say, because my my theory did come true, was a theory that a lot of people had. So if you're looking for theories on Odd Taxi, please don't look them up uh, because they're just gonna ruin the anime for you. But I had a theory back in like episode seven. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder. And then it turns out, oh shit, I was right. Along with like everybody else who guessed the same thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, if you're looking to compare it to something, it has like an Agretzko, uh feel to it, which Agretzko is fucking amazing. Which Agretzko is fucking amazing. And then there was another thing that I got in like episode 10. I was like, oh, that's probably that that happened. And then at the end of the series, uh, it shows like, okay, I was right again. Um, Odd Taxi was the biggest surprise of the season for me. It was just that good. My only issue with Odd Taxi was the ending. Very open-ended. And... Just very upsetting. All the answers I wanted, uh, all the questions I wanted answered were answered. It was just an open-ended ending, open -ended ending. Um, and it ended the way that I did not want it to end. But Odd Taxi's great. I think I gave it an... I think... Oh, no. The Odd Taxi full review episode will be up uh, this 
will be up tomorrow. I'll have it. I'll be uh, recording it tomorrow. So you definitely want to tune in for that one. Okay. So those are my two biggest surprise anime of the spring 2021 season. Now, the podcast is called Waifus and Weeaboos. All right. The podcast is called Waifus and Weeaboos. So what's a podcast of Waifus and Weeaboos without Waifus? So what was the biggest waifu anime of the season like what delivered in terms of waifus right well i had two all right i mean what do you want me to tell you i love waifus like if you're watching the stream like my whole like literally my whole walls are filled with waifus to the like to the t all right so what shows had the best waifus lineup? Well, number one probably shouldn't be a surprise, but it's uh, I've been killing slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level. Now, very fun anime. All right, animation pretty good, done by uh, Reva Root. Really never heard from, really never heard about them. Uh, they did FLCL Alternative. Uh, and that's about it. <clears throat> I thought the animation was good. <clears throat> I thought the story was fun. I thought it was a good anime. Um, it's very comforting. Uh, and just very fun. Would I, would I recommend watching it? Absolutely. Uh, I would just give it a watch. It's like one of those ones like... Uh, you watch it. You're happy with it. But you're, but you're not going to watch it again. Right? But the abundance of waifus in this show is ridiculous. You have Azusa who gets transported into this world, right? And first of all, voiced by uh, Awayuki. And with her in this, and then her in um, as Kumoko and Spider, like, oh my God, like, I can't take it. Like, she's so fun. Like, the, the, the transcendence is there, and it's so funny. You have Laika, who's a red dragon. She's adorable. You have Halkara, who's a big-tittied elf, right? Who's, like, in the business of, like, making energy drinks. Kind of funny. You have Falfa and Shalsa, the twin sisters who are... You know, if you know, you know. And if you don't, you don't. But you'll find out. Uh, you have Flatorte, who is a blue dragon. Very funny. Likes to be in the nude. Like, super funny. You have uh, Rosalie, who's a ghost. You have Vanya, who is a whale, but she does have a human form. All right, so don't get it twisted. And then the waifus just keep coming. Just keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. But if you know me, if you know me, you're going to say, but, but Nick, who's the best waifu in the show? It's, it's Bezelbob. Bezelbub is the is the best waifu in the show. She's a dark-skinned demon lord who is on par uh, with strength. On par in strength with Azusa. And like nice like look, not an overabundance in like the chest area, like sexy. She she's got the full package. Like what do you want me to say? Bezelbub has the full package. Bezelbub is such a good character that they actually made a spin-off manga of her. Called, uh, I've been a bureaucrat, or I was a bureaucrat for so long, and now something, 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 something. A long-ass title. 
But if you're looking for waifus, right? Uh, Killing Slimes for 300 years is definitely one you want to check out. Along with this one that some people are going to be upset with me about because I'm biased as fuck towards the show because I love this show. But you can't sit there and tell me that Nagatoro doesn't have some of the best waifus in the anime uh, this season. All right. You have four top tiers right off the back. Right. Four top tiers right off the bat. You have Sakura, who's a dark skin, who's like a tan gal character. You have Yoshi, who likes to repeat. Right. You have the president. Who, if you don't know anything about the president, know this. She's got two deadly weapons on her chest. These things are fucking massive, y'all. Like, actually massive. Like, uncomfortably massive. Alright? Uh, who do I, I said Sakura Yoshi, the president. Then you have Gamo. Gamo's arguably my favorite side character in the show. And, I, and being a big Gamo fan from the manga, uh, Mikako... Komatsu definitely voiced her super, super well. Like, I thought she did a great job uh, voicing Gamo. Um, and then, of course, you have Nagatoro, who, like, I like just something. She's just like, I get, like, people don't like her because the whole bullying thing and shit, but she has a charm to her, right? She has some sort of charm to her, and I can't explain it. Is it is it the tan skin? Is it is it I don't know. She's not flat, that's for sure. Uh is it like the tan lines? Like I don't know. There's just something about Nagatoro which I love. I love Nagatoro. Like I can't like I don't know. Maybe I like to be bullied myself. I don't fucking know. The president has a tremendous personality. Goes well with her two fucking missiles on her chest. That's all I have to say. Right? So now, if you want waifus, there you go. Nagatoro and uh, I've been killing slimes for 300 years. Now, uh, we're going to get into the best ending of the season. All right. Best ending of the season. Uh, reminder that this is just my opinion. It's, 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 it's nothing. Uh, it's just everything you have to take with a grain of salt. All right. But this, uh, in my opinion, is the, um, the best ending song of the season. So here we go. Right now. Hi, no night,
And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the ending for uh, arguably, arguably, the uh, my opinionated best ending of the season in Shadow's House. If you haven't seen Shadow's House yet, uh, definitely want to check out Shadow's House. Uh, we're we're going to get into the list of shows that you should watch and not watch after uh, I give you my best opening of the season as well. But Shadow House ending is just visually beautiful. Uh, Riona did a great, great job with the song. Uh, it's just a great... I don't know. It's just something about the song and then the visuals, just them running up and down the stairs and everything. And just the side characters and how the, like the, the shadows treat their dot, like their dolls. It's just very like a beautiful song with beautiful visuals. And it's just tremendous. Um, again, I have my top five openings and endings of the season uh, on my Twitter. Waifus N, the letter N Waifus on Twitter. So if you want to check those out in that order, Feel free to go over there and see the rest of them. But I, some of you know what my favorite opening of the season is. And this one I'm not being biased about. All right. Because I have my reasons and I've and I've said my reasons before on uh in on the stream and in the podcast as to why this is the best opening of the spring. Opinionated again, my favorite best and argue, and I know I'm gonna get flack. I know I'm gonna get flack for it. Oh, well, what about what? What about Zombie Land Saga? What about you know? Uh, what about um Snow White Notes? Right? What about RPG Dive? What about VV? What about Odd Taxi? What about Two Year Eternity? I mean, uh, Yoko Kano for fuck's sake! And I'm just over here like, listen. Uh, the reason why this opening is arguably the best opening of the of this of the uh, the season is one, the song. You cannot tell me that that song is not a bopper. All right, the song is a bopper. Two, the art, animation, and visuals on it. All right, and three, 
the extra effort of subtitles that they put into the opening. Now, what do I mean by that? If you watch the opening and you look closely, Nagatoro, when she goes side to side, she says, Senpai, Senpai, and it pops up on the screen. The kiss pops up on the screen as it says kiss. So little details like that, right, that stand out to you, right? And like, I just think that's like going the extra mile for an opening that I think is clever. I do. And I just think they did a really good job with the opening. I think it was the best opening of the season, arguably. Arguably. Zombie Lane Saga's opening was good. Snow White Notes, great openings. But the visuals were kind of, you know, lame. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Vivi, again, great. Odd uh, Taxi, you know. Odd uh, Taxi's opening was kind of boring, but the visuals were cool. Because it told the story of Odd Taxi in the opening. So, um, again, completely opinionated. Don't kill me. Sorry. I just think that the Nakatoro opening does deserve a little bit more praise uh, this season as the best opening of the season. Now, before we do get to anime of the season, let's go over the list of shows that you should not be... Uh, that. Well, as springtime is over. All right, springtime is over. We're going in the summer. We did the summer review the other day, right? Uh, we're going to go over the shows that you should be watching for spring or that you should have watched spring 2021. Um, if you haven't watched them, I would definitely recommend some of these. Some of these I'm going to say don't watch, and some of these I'm going to say, you know, if you have time, give it a watch. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to go down the list. Fruits Basket is, uh, if you watch, if you listen to my other podcast, Fruits Basket is not a masterpiece. I said this before. Fruits Basket is not a masterpiece. All right. Fruits Basket is literally a legendary anime. I'll say this right here again. Fruits Basket is a legendary anime. It is a, in a category above masterpiece. Fruits Basket, the final, and everything before that is a legendary anime. And I can't, and that should be owned on, that, sh that should literally be owned by everybody on Blu-ray fucking floppy disk whatever it should be owned by everybody all right next is two year eternity 100 watch go watch it right now binge watch it and then catch up because we got 20 episodes of two year eternity i think they just finished either episode 12 or 13 i don't remember but two year eternity great anime odd taxi we talked about it a little bit today i'm going to be doing a review tomorrow Definitely watch Odd Taxi. Odd Taxi is a show I, I would own on Blu-ray as well because I think it's going to get more beautiful as time goes along. Vivi. People are going to hate me. I did not finish Vivi. Vivi is one of the anime that I'm going to be binge-watching uh, over the next couple days. All right, I have about eight episodes left. I know it's got tremendous, tremendous reviews. I did like the first two episodes, right? <clears throat> but I just kind of got into other things, all right? But I will be watching Vivi, all right? So don't, so don't kill me on that. All right. Have not watched Megalobox season two. Have not watched Moriarty season two. Tokyo Revengers. Uh, I've had, I had some issues with Tokyo Revengers. I would recommend watching it and see what you think. I think it's a show that could go either way is a hit or miss. It's very popular right now on my enemy list. It's got an 8.23. Uh, I think it could go either way. I love 86. As I said before, I love 86. Again, 
That is a show where you might want to try it and see where you're at on it. It's another show that could go either way. It's a hit or miss. All right. Zombieland Saga Revenge. Zombieland Saga is great. It's MAPPA's greatest work. I'm going to say it right now. Until Chainsaw Man comes out, uh, Zombieland Saga is MAPPA's best thing they've produced. I know. I know. Hate me all you want. Zombieland Saga is so good. Oh, actually, speaking of Zombieland Saga, uh, I did give my best openings and endings of the season, but I didn't give you guys my best insert song of the season. Listen, I cannot tell you folks enough, all right, as to how good Zombieland Saga is. Okay? I'll say it up right now, all right? I'll say it right now. Zombieland Saga is, a, is close to a fucking masterpiece. It is. Sorry. If you don't like it, lump it. Zombieland Saga is close to a masterpiece. I hate fucking idle anime. I do. I hate idle anime. The songs just don't pull me in. Zombieland Saga literally has every fucking ver every type of song that you can imagine. Country, rap, hip-hop, rock and roll, death metal, regular fucking uh, J-pop. Like, 
Oh my god, like I'm getting hyped up just talking about it. The zombie line saga is so good. Ty is the best fucking character in that show. They have an homage to Freddie Mercury, Freddie fucking Mercury in the new season in Zombieland Saga Revenge, and that's all I needed to see. Shout out to every other girl in Zombieland Saga too. They're all great in their own way, but Ty is the fucking best. Like it? That's okay. That's my opinion again. So shout out. Throw your fuck. Thro throw me Twitter. Tweet me at me. Put it in the comments. Put it in the channel as to who your favorite Zombieland Saga girl is. Because mine's Ty. I love her to death, even though she's already fucking dead. All right. Let's continue on with more. Uh, Welcome to the Demon School, Irima-kun is one of the most underappreciated anime out there. The second season so far is so fucking good. So fucking good. If you, uh, uh, like, I cannot tell people fast enough to go watch Welcome to the Demon School, Irima-kun. It is so good. So unexpected. One of my biggest surprise anime ever. One of my biggest surprise anime ever. It's so good. It's just about this kid who gets transported to a demon world. Well, uh, he gets adopted by, like, the head devil and, like, he's got to fit in with these demons at school. Otherwise, he's going to get eaten. But, like, it's so, like... It's just so... It's just so good. It's just good. And there's cute demon waifus. Amelie is a fucking god-tier waifu. I'm not... I am not saying this to bullshit you. Amelie is a god-tier waifu. She is fucking... She's got fox ears and demon ears. Elf ears, whatever you want to call them. She's a tall waifu. She's... Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm being a Chad right now. I'm being a Chad. I love Amelie. She's so fucking good. So, go watch Wuggling Demon School and Raccoon. Shadow's House. Shadow's House has one more episode left. I would have done this episode before Shadow's House finished, but there's anime current airing. There's summer anime airing this week, and I wanted to get this done as soon as possible. Shadow's House, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil you. I didn't put it as anime of the season, Mainly because it, I did not see the last episode yet. I might regret not putting shadows. This is what I'll say. I might regret. Regret. What am I, a baby? Depending on how Shadows House ends, I might regret not having it as anime of the season. Shadows House is that fucking good. You should go watch it immediately. All right. Next, we have Mashiro no Oto, which is those snow white notes it's a good show for watching it at the time um i wouldn't recommend like taking time out of your schedule to watch it it was good at the time and had good music uh i enjoy the shamisen so uh it's okay uh i didn't watch bakuten i couldn't get into rhythm gymnastics with boys again as you all know me i don't really mess with all boys shows uh super cub was good i got kind of bored with it uh but um, but uh, the the guy the the guys from uh, what do you say anime said you got to keep watching Super Cub, keep watching Super Cub. So I'll keep watching Super Cub. Super Cub wasn't a bad show; it just got boring to me. Uh, it was nice. It was a nice anime. So that's the other show along with VV that I'm gonna get back on. All right. Uh, so I uh, what's it uh, I got uh the Slime Diaries, which was like a little spinoff. From uh, I got reincarnated as a slime. That was a cute show. I really, uh, I really liked that. All right, very fun. From uh, it's not like a, it's it, it it's like completely. It's basically what happens in um, Tempest, like between 
the shit that goes down in season two and things before it. So it's a fun anime. I enjoyed it. Uh, Nagatoro-san, you know how I feel about Nagatoro. I love Nagatoro. I thought it was great. Um, I thought the adaption... I thought the adaption was okay up until the end. And then I, I actually love the ending. I loved it. I thought they did a great job with the show and just how it was placed everywhere. Uh, I shaved and then brought home a high school girl. I loved watching it every week. It was part of my Monday fucking, um, like it was my Monday, like go to along with, uh, a couple others. I liked it. Um, I, it pains me to say this. I wouldn't own it on Blu-ray and I wouldn't recommend, uh, watching it. Right. Like if you wanted to watch it, right. Um, go back to Slime Dyers because somebody said something important to it. Geld and the uh, there's there's just a, a an interaction between Geld and this goblin this goblina in the show that is just super fucking cute. Like Slime Dyers made me cry at times. Seriously, Slime Dyers made me cry at times. So good. Um, but back to I Shaved. It's a show that like if you want to check it out, check it out. Uh, there's really only. Two good, three good characters in it, arguably. Um, Yoshida is the fucking man. I, I loved Yoshida. I thought he was one of the best characters of the season, male characters of the season. Let me refrain. Let me go back into saying that. One of the ma best male characters of the season in Yoshida. Um, I don't really mess with uh, SSSS. Uh, I don't really mess with Max, so SSS Dinosaur is something I didn't watch. I did watch the Saints Power, the Saints Magic Powers Omnipotent, right? I did watch it. I dropped it, though, right? And here's why I dropped it. It's not a bad show, all right? I dropped it because I expected a reverse harem, right? And there was a lot of guys in this show that I actually liked, and I wouldn't have mind, say, getting with them. But they literally force one specific character down your fucking throat, right? They force one character down your throat, and I and and that was a big that was a loss for me. That was a loss for me. Also, she has fucking glasses in the show, right? And and she goes, oh, I don't need these anymore because I have these fucking potions that make me my my eyesight good. You're taking away one of the best fucking things about you. So, um. Yeah, that's why we dropped the Saints Magic Powers uh, Omnipotent. Um, Pretty Boy Detective Club. It was done by Shaft. I'm sure it looked amazing. Uh, again, I just don't do the all boys thing. I'm just not really... You know, it just really wasn't my thing. Uh, combatants will be dispatched. Uh, it, 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 it tried too hard to be Konosuba. It, it tried... Way too hard to be Konosuba. Um, and it, it failed. It was okay. Uh, I wouldn't recommend watching it. Like, there were times where I didn't laugh. Like, they put a lot of, like, penis jokes in it and, like, titty jokes and, like, kind of rapey jokes in it as well. Which was like, haha, like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, whatever. Um, I mean, we did get a top tier waifu out of it in, uh, Heine, the Flame Princess. Uh, it, it, if you if you've seen any of these waifus I've mentioned in this episode, you'll know where my uh where my tastes are in tan skinned 
demon waifus. <laughs> uh, but I think I gave I think I gave combatants like a like a seven or an eight, like a seven on my anime list, whatever. Um, are we really gonna get into this again? Uh, so Koi Kimo. Kimo, the biggest um the biggest issue of the season, I would say, along with Hika Hero, due to the age uh gap situation. Uh I enjoyed Koi Kimo. Uh, I think it's a show that some people should watch until the end and then make their opinions about it. Uh and then once that happens, you're you're you know, you're fair to make your opinions. Um It was interesting. It was an interesting show. I I would say give it a shot. See how you think. It's an interesting... It's a twist on a love story. It is a twist on a love story. If you are... Um, if you're turned off by an, like a tremendous age gap, you're not going to like this. But I enjoyed Kuikimo. I did. Um, I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. Next, we're going to continue on the list. Uh, Shakunetsu Comedy or Burning Comedy... I just, I just lost, like, I just, I just couldn't like it anymore. There was just something about it that I just couldn't like anymore. Uh, it was just a sports anime that was just unentertaining to me. And I just thought it was bad. Uh, I think I gave it, like, a, a three on my anime list. Like, it was just a bad show. Uh, I think it's, like, hit or miss. I, I think it was a hit or miss for me. So, I would give it, like, three episodes of Abaju. And then, you know... Just just go from there. Um, we talked about I Killed Slimes for 300 Years. Um, again, that's like a comforting anime. If you watch it this season, you're going to finish it. It's a show that I really want to uh, say like, hey, like if you came up to me and was like, hey, what do you recommend? I, like, I'm not going to say I've been killing slimes for 300 years. But if you came up to me and like, yo, I'm looking for a show with like a lot of waifus. Like, I just want to chill and like not have to think about anything. Yeah, I've been killing slime for 300 years. Go check it out. Alright. Um, Shaman King, didn't watch it. I heard it fucking... <laughs> you know, was terrible. Uh, Eden Zero, again, heard it was bad. Didn't watch it. Um, how Not to Summon a Demon Lord. Listen, I'm gonna tell you this about How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. If you like etchy bullshit, right, stupid comedy... And, you know, waifus, you're going to like how not to summon a demon lord. I like that dumb shit. It doesn't take itself seriously. All right. And I like, uh, I, I liked how not to summon a demon lord. All right. Again, it's for a specific group of people. Like if you're into serious shit, you're not going to like high school DXD. All right. You're just not going to like it because there's titties flopping all over the place and you're just not going to like it. All right. Because it's not your cup of tea. Right? But if you do like that stuff, you'll like How Not to Summon Demon Lord. Because it's stupid, comedy, etchy, and top tier waifus. And you get a new waifu this season in, um, in, uh, Rose, who is voiced, who does the voice of Kaguya as well. And the voice transcends into Rose, and it's just like, oh. We get a little bit more Kaguya this year, and it's like, it fills my heart with joy. Uh, didn't watch Godzilla SP, but uh, 
my boy Fire Rifle in the chat talked about how uh, SB had nice CG. Um, so yeah, I can't really make a uh, recommendation on that. <clears throat> Mars Red, y'all know I really don't do vampire shows, and I didn't do this one. So Mars Red, no. Uh, a short anime, how to make a mug, right? Or let's make a mug too. Um, definitely surprised. It was fine. It fell into that category uh, with um, I've been killing slimes for 300 years. It was just a chill show about girls like making like pottery things. Uh, figures and cups and mugs and and cushions and shit. Um, it was good. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, but it's not something I would go out and uh, recommend. Okay. Uh, but it was a good, but it was a good, uh, it was a good fun show to watch. It hit me in the feels at times. Uh, after that, we had full dive RPG. Um, arguably one of the worst anime I've ever seen. Arguably one of the worst anime I've ever seen. There's not one likable character in it. The story is terrible. And it's just bad. It's just bad. It's just a bad anime. And you should just not not even waste your time with it. The only good thing about it is the opening and ending. That's it. The opening and the opening is like pretty heavy metal, and the ending is like fun. That's it. After that, we have the Dragon Ghost House Hunting. Dog shit anime. Do not watch it. It's bad. The only thing good about that is the opening. That's it. Alright. So two animation to watch. RPG Dive, Dragon Ghost House Hunting. I talked about this earlier. Seven Nights was a good was an okay anime. Again, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna recommend it. Don't go out, don't watch it, but for what it was, it's it tops of the mobile game category in terms of anime. Osamaki. There's only one good thing that came out of Osamake, and that was Shiro. And that was um, Shirakusa Kase. All right. Or Shirakusa Kachi. Best fucking girl in the show. All right. Kuro is a fucking manipulative bitch. Fucking Mar Maru, the main character, is a fucking dumb. Oh my God, I'm getting worked up just thinking about it. This show is dog shit. Dog shit, please do not watch Osamake. Please. It is fucking terrible. The world ends with you. <laughs> I dropped it. It was terrible. Don't watch it. Joran, we talked about. <laughs> um Oh god. Goodbye, my dear Kramer. Let me tell you about Goodbye, my dear Kramer. One of the uh animated poorly. Like, I thought I would like it because it's a soccer anime. It was bad. It, like, it was bad. It was just bad. Don't, don't even, don't even waste your time with it. Please. Just, just fucking don't. And then everything else after that, like, if you go to my anime list and go to the spring section and you sort it by score, everything else after uh, Sayonara, Watashi no Kramer, or Goodbye My Kramer, uh, don't watch it. Don't. It's just bad. It's just all bad shit. Some of it's 
those like three minute hentai's. Uh, so yeah, please just just don't watch it. Everything after that is bad. So there's my recommendations of what you should and should not watch. As I am going to take a quick sip of water. Okay. And now we get to the grand poobah of them all. My anime of the season. Again, this was pretty tough. There were some top contenders for anime this season this year. Nagatoro. Vivi. Odd Taxi. You, you can throw Fruits Basket in there. You can throw you can throw Two Year Eternity in there. 86. Tokyo Revengers, even though it's still airing. Shadow's House. Again. Throw it in there. Even though it's still airing. But... One show's storytelling, one show's animation, and one show that made me really fucking think and made me really, really upset uh, to the point where I had tears streaming down my face. Uh, sad tears. Now, Fruits Basket made me cry a lot, but it made me happy tears, right? This show, I was in fucking tears. Like, sobbing at points. I was fucking sobbing at points. My anime this season is Two Year Eternity. Um, I can't even talk about it right now without getting, like, choked up. Brains Base did a really fucking good job with this show. They really did a good job with the show. It reminded me a lot of um, of um, like it has the that durada animation to it, um, but it also has like a like a like a um. Oh man, what's the word I'm looking? For? What's the what's the show I'm looking for? Um, it it reminded me a lot of uh one week's friends which is interesting because it's two different ends of the uh the spectrum but in terms of like comparison it was like uh mushishi kind of mixed with kino's journey and just the development of fushi as a character has just been trained like like literally has been amazing has been literally amazing and the shit that he's going through, the shit that he's been through, the shit that he's going to go through, um, like I like again, I I talked about this with the opening. The opening is fantastic. Yoko Kano like literally fucking nailed it out of the park with the opening. The show is like the show has a poss the show has potential to be a masterpiece. It does. It really does. I don't know how they can end it. Uh, I could only see it ending in one way. I'm not going to say how because actually, uh, I I think it'll end with. I really don't want to say it. How I think it'll end. 
I think the end story, because I don't know if the anime is going to adapt it to the end, but I think at the end story, uh, Fushi's going to die. That's what I think is going to happen. I think he's going to live out his life. Uh, it, it, if you need to learn anything about it, he's like a, he's like an organism that like comes to Earth uh, that like adapts. And uh, the things in his life who have a big impact on him, he can transform into. Um, and I think he's going to hit a certain time in life where he's going to cease to exist. And that's how I think the show will end. Do I think it should end like that? Absolutely not. But I think it will end uh, with Fushi's demise. But so far, the show's been tr tremendous. I've laughed. I've cried. I've, I've gotten angry. I, 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 like, I actually screamed out one point in the show. I'm not going to scream it, but I'm going to say what I said. I screamed out, you fucking bitch. I fucking hate you. I hope it rips your fucking face off. <laughs> hey, if you know, you know, right? If you know, you know. So, I can't wait till Two Year Eternity comes to Blu-ray. It's just, it's, it's going to get even better. It's going to get even better. So, um... And that's it, ladies and gentlemen, for this episode of Waifus and Weeboos. So, we talked about the uh, we just talked about anime this season in Two Year Eternity. We talked about uh, waifus in waifu anime Nagatoro. We talked about waifu anime in Slime, Killing Slime for 300 Years. Biggest surprise of the season was Odd Taxi. Another big surprise was Seven Nights. Biggest disappointment of the season was Juron. And of course, our best ending of the year in Shadow's House and our best opening of the year in Nagatoro with best insert song coming from Zombieland Saga as well so you all know what comes after this make sure you follow me on all the socials uh waifus and weeaboos on uh twitter that's waifus the letter n weeaboos on twitter uh waifus and <coughs> weeaboos on facebook you know i don't upload i don't update the facebook that much um i'm gonna start giving access to my discord as well so if you are in the chat exclamation mark discord join the discord um Go on over to twitch.tv slash source and say one where I am starting to do a lot more live podcasts as well. So twitch.tv slash source and say one for some live podcasts. Um, and what else there? Oh, and NJ Otaku on a uh, Tumblr. Definitely want to check out the Tumblr because I do post a lot of, uh, I do post a lot of uh, currently airing seasonal pictures as well. I think I just have um, a lot of, Nagatoro from the past season, like a lot of stuff that like mainly, mainly like waifus and shit, you know, mainly waifus and shit, but like, um, get a lot of good feedback on there. All right. Uh, but if you're interested, go on over to, uh, twitch.tv slash source sensei one, go on over, hook me up with a follow, and then you can get into my discord as well for free. You do not have to be subbed. You can get into the discord for free. So, again, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this spring 2021 review, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.